you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. What do you know about this? Oh, you'll love it. Up and under. How does she do that? That's a kind of a shot that a winner takes and a winner makes. She can do it. Welcome to Buckets. It's Action Network's basketball betting podcast presented by FanDuel. I'm your host, Maria Marino, joined once again by Action Network writer Jim Turvey at Turvey Bets. Jim, what's going on? You know, not too much, but I, th- I think we have to lead off with uh, an important episode of, of Buckets. Say, this is birthday buckets um, for our great host here, Maria Marino. Uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad you just got it out there in the open, because if you didn't say it, I was just going to have to be like, <laughs> listen, it's my birthday. We're going to party like it's my birthday. Um, so that being said, I was actually curious about this before we get into uh, tonight's slate. There's two games on ION. Like, this is more of a betting culture question, but you're more of an avid better than I am. Like, do you ever do any birthday-related betting? Well, okay, so I think you have to do a birthday parlay. They both end in Y. It kind of sounds similar. You know me, I'm not the biggest parlay guy, but... Yes. This, but parlays are fun. Birthdays are fun, so (laughs) let's have a little fun. Uh, I think so. I think you have to do a parlay. Um, I think maybe you, I think the rule should be you only root for your team, which, you know, spoiler alert here, I might be giving advice towards the opposite of your team. So you might have to ignore me today. Yes. Um, Fine. I don't know. Is there anything else that you think would be like a fun birthday gift or, uh, well, related look, just topic? so you know, just to be clear, I'm not fishing for gifts or anything, but <laughs> I, I do like the idea of a parlay because I feel like you know, sometimes when it's your birthday, you get a lottery ticket or someone gives you a lottery ticket. And that's kind of like what a parlay is. And it's just like a fun, you know, um, hopefully like low risk, high reward type scenario. And yes, spoiler, if you couldn't tell already uh, throughout the weeks of doing this podcast, I am technically a Liberty fan. (laughs) (laughs) Try not to let it affect my analysis though. Um, But that being said, we have the Liberty back in action tonight. And this is actually their first game since they thumped the aces on Sunday. So they've had a nice little break here, um, which is, which is much needed because, you know, they went through a really tough uh, stretch of their schedule, probably the toughest of their season. Um, and it included in there was uh, that back-to-back 
which was a, a reschedule with the links from earlier in the year. They ended up dropping that game. So I think they're going to be rested. Um, they are still at home, but the spread is big. So Liberty are favored uh, at last check on FanDuel by 13 and a half. This is an 8 p.m. Eastern tip, by the way. And I was just curious. So I, I looked this up, um, how they are against the spread when the spread is double digits. Um Overall this season, they're 12 and 16 ATS and four and eight ATS with a, with a double digit spread. Um, so we've, we've kind of known this, right? Like we've kind of been talking about this throughout the season. They're for the most part winning the games they should, but they occasionally lose games that they shouldn't. And they occasionally have games that are too close for comfort um, when they shouldn't be. So uh, with that as sort of the backdrop what do you feel like this game is going to bring? Yeah, well, you set it up perfectly. In fact, you used some of the the numbers I was going to use as well because it is with this Liberty team. I mean, it's 22 and six. They're, they're having a yeah. very good season, but they are the second worst, <laughs> tied for the second worst team against the spread this season. And I love that one you just referenced um, as double-digit favorites because I hadn't even dug that deep into it, but that's exactly kind of what we're looking at is no, so if we if we if we pick that out, they're eight and eight against the spread um, normal when they're not double digit faves. The mm-hmm. the real the real drop off is when they get to that double digit mm-hmm. um, number, and this is one of those cases. And it's part of why I'm leaning. I'm I'm on the sky today, and it's 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 partially that. Um, and the, the sky are actually um, the tied for the best team against the spread this season. They're 16, 12 against the spread. But it's also very much part that this is a really good matchup for the sky as well. Actually, these two played um, a couple times back to back earlier in the season. Um, one was a, a very close loss to sky. And then they actually came to New York and they won the next night. Um, I think why they match up well with the Liberty is they do a very good job holding teams um, uh, from taking threes and from shooting well f- from three. And that's such a big part of Sandy Rondello's offense here with the Liberty. Um, you know, they they take, uh, I believe, the most threes per game and hit, at last I checked, like second second highest percentage. So this is a team that's very reliant on points from beyond the arc. And the Sky are really good at taking that away. Um, you know, technically, last time they matched up, it was under James Wade. So we do have a new coach here. And I'm actually going to touch on that when we get to the total a little bit. But this is still um, that's still been a point of emphasis for this Sky team, and I think it's why they they match up well with Liberty here. So I think if um, you know, last I saw, I believe did you say thirteen and a half at, at Fanduel? Yeah, that's what that's here? what I just saw. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a big number. I definitely I would take that down to about eleven and a half. For me, the the number is about you know maybe a point high, but yeah. the matchup is actually where I'm really really looking at here to to be on um, the Sky side of this. Um, I, I wanted to touch a little bit on the total, but I don't know if you have any other thoughts on on the spread. Yeah, well, let's let's get into the total. But first, um, just to, to sort of pile on to what you were saying, you know, I, I do think 13 and a half is feels high for a Sky team that in general is surging, in general has been playing a lot better of late. Um, you know, they had sort of a letdown game against the links uh in their last timeout which was a loss but prior to that three straight wins scoring 100 plus points and i talked about this earlier in the week that's not easy to do <laughs> like they they have scores that can really get hot and i think kalia copper um specifically is 
like to that point in the season where she is just like, F it. I am going hard. Like she's just playing for so much pride right now because I feel like this season has just been a, a mess for the most part for the sky. Um, and so I do think they're a little better, you know, they're better than their record indicates right now. And they have the ability to, I think, just cause some trouble for some teams. And um, on the Liberty side, you know, I mentioned they should be fairly rested. One thing that is exciting is they're going to be getting Stephanie Dolson back. Um, I don't know if that's going to be much of a factor tonight. She will likely be on a, a, a minutes restriction. Uh, but I think I've said throughout the season, I think having her off the floor has impacted them more, you know, more than meets the eye. And I think getting her back at this juncture and hopefully ramping her up before postseason is going to be extremely important. But for tonight, I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. But I do like I'm not I'm not comfortable laying, you know, 13 and a half points right now, um, even though I do like the liberty to. Um, you know, in front of their home crowd, which they had the biggest um, attendance for a, a WNBA game on Sunday at Barclays Center. Like, I'm, I think it'd be crazy if they like drop this one, but I, I could definitely see a close game. Yeah, um, it's actually it's it's funny that you mentioned the the home court advantage because both teams have been kind of neutral on the two, and that's another reason I'm. You know, we always bake in about three points um, for for home court advantage, but the sky have been just as good on the road and the Liberty have actually been even a little bit better on the road. So it is, it is wild to think about. Cause I've been to those in those Barclays crowds. Yeah. It's a great crowd. Yeah. Uh, I, there must be something in New York water. The Knicks always struggle at home too. So I, I don't know what it's maybe the high pressure. They can kind of feel it from the fans or something. Yeah. To be honest with you, I have always been in general, especially with a, a New York team, um, which is, you know, typically, um, can be a harsh crowd um, across the board in sports. Like I always say that sometimes home court is not an advantage. Uh, I, th- I think that with the Knicks all the time, just because with the Knicks, they haven't won in, in so long. There's so much pressure the the fans are so critical. The media is so critical. And also, right. When you're, when you're home, you got people like asking you for tickets, who's coming to the game, <laughs> yeah. um, which I know the Liberty experienced that quite a bit this past Sunday with the aces. And thankfully for them, it didn't matter because they, they dominated, but they also, you, you brought up the three point shot and, you know, we know Sab is kind of the, the catalyst for it, but I mean, they shot almost 45% from three. So as long as the shots are falling, everything's dandy, right? Everything's <laughs> dandy. Um, so on an off shooting night, you never know. Um, but we have, we've rambled a bit on this Kind Can of I hop back in just briefly? I want you to talk about the total. Yeah, perfect. That's what I was going to go as well. And you actually touched on a, you touched on this really well in a few, a few minutes back when you were talking about the Sky offense. You mentioned, you know, the three straight games over 100. Um, so I wanted, to, I wanted to point out, so they lost James Wade about halfway through the season. So they've now um, played 12 games under their their new coach here. Um, and under Botten Sever, they have an offensive rating of 105.1. So let's compare that to James Wado's 97. So that's a huge jump. Hmm. Um, if you look at the numbers, it's not really any one specific category. It's kind of they're, you know, taking a few more threes, they're shooting a little bit better, they're just they're turning over a little less. They're just, it's a little bit, it's all incremental changes that have added up to a much better offense. Now, ironically, their defensive rating has dropped. So under Wade, it was 100.9. 
under Vatensever, it's 108.4. So both of those skew to just much higher scoring games. Um, the Liberty as well, they've been increasing their pace as the season goes along, and they've been scoring a little bit more. And their discrepancy is not nearly to the level of this guy, um, but they've also been scoring a little bit more of late. So this is one where I really like the over um, in this game. And I, I it's already taken a little bit of money. It started, I think, maybe 166, but mm-hmm. I would play this up um, to right around 170. So I, th- I think hopefully there'll be still some wiggle room when when people hear this as well. So. Sounds like it's going to be an exciting night at Barclays Center. Hopefully lots of scoring uh, and and a good game. So there we go. And and the good thing is there's only two games on the slate. So it doesn't matter that we, you know, we kind of, we went <laughs> well, a little you know, long gonna, on that game. I'm going to hold this one more second on that. I have one last yeah. one that again bounces off of something you said. You mentioned Kalia Copper. Yes. She's been awesome. She has under under um, the new head coach, she's averaging 23 points a game. Um, they're still hanging her line at 19 and a half, though. Um, so especially in a game that I see being pretty high scoring here, um, you can get her over 19 and a half, uh, slightly juiced, but over 19 and a half at uh, FanDuel as well. So that's going to be one that I'm looking to bet as well. Ooh, that is definitely one I will consider for the parlay. Now, oh, yeah, there so... you go. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> we'll see how that works out. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, so the other game on the slate, Mystics at Aces, 10 Eastern. Um, you know, not nearly as uh, interesting a matchup, I-, I would say. And, you know, it sucks. It sucks. Like the, before the season, oh, I was pretty high on the Mystics, and I think I had pretty sound logic. But when half your team is injured for like the entire season, it's not going to bode well for you. And the Mystics injury report is still looking bleak. So you know all the all the same names, uh, all the big names continue to be out. And um, yeah, and then on the other side, you have the Aces and. They are 18 and a half point favorites. So it like it went up a point like just before we we came on this uh, pod. So people are definitely hammering the aces, I would think. So I looked at the aces record ATS as well as a double digit favorite kind of to be able to juxtapose them with the Liberty because it really isn't a comparison. I mean, so the aces are 16 and 12 ATS. So I guess that's tied for the best team ATS with the sky that you mentioned earlier, um, 13 and nine against the spread as a double digit favorite, um, which isn't incredible. And we've known it, you know, we've known that they've been for the most part, putting away opponents. Um, and, uh, so in that way, they've been a lot more dominant, a team 
um, than than anyone else in the league. And the Mystics have lost five of six. Well, and I I that was I, I love that you looked that up the the two <laughs> double digit because it is such a a good breakdown of why we yeah. feel like the Aces are so incredible and the Liberty yeah. uh, there's still something missing even even though yeah. obviously Sunday was about the exact opposite of that so yes. but overarchingly for the season that's how it has felt um, and I, I think it's interesting because. I would love to see of of that breakdown to like the home road, because I think part of it is they're more likely to be a double digit favorite at home and they've been outstanding at home this season. Um, and that's part of why if I had to lean either direction, I would lean towards the aces. I'm going to stick away from spread 18 and a half. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, a massive ugh. number. The ugh. ability to get backdoored on 18 and a half is, you know, through the roof. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm probably not going to be looking at, at the spread here as much. Um, but another, so we talked about aces at home. The other one that um, you know I've, I've heard on this podcast many times, many times before, aces first half. Um, mm-hmm. The Mystics at the start of the season were were one of the best uh, first half teams. They even, if you look at the overall net ratings for first halves for this season, the Mystics are they're plus eleven point one, third best in the league. They look outstanding. If you look, if you dig a little bit deeper, um, since they've started losing players left and right, um, you know we've had these these big three out for you know over a month now. In the last month, they're actually a negative net rating um, in the first half, minus one point seven. So uh, this is a place where you know the the Aces their their net rating in the first half is comical. It's like plus twenty six point uh, four, I believe. And comical. Just, I love that word choice. <laughs> it really is. Like what else would you do? <laughs> Every game they're up, you know, a multi, like a dozen at the half. Um, so I, I'm going to be targeting this first half here. Um, even though the mystics, if you look at them for the season, they look like a, a great first half team, but that's actually, you know, mostly from how they started the season versus what the squad actually is right now. Um, I'm, the only other look I have, honestly, I, I kind of lean towards the over here. Yes. Um, but I, that again, that scares me a little bit, um, with like the potential yes. for a blowout. Yes, exactly. So I might do the first half over as well. Um, but then there's one player prop that caught my eye and this is a lean. The, the, the copper is probably a full play at the number it is right now. Uh, Wilson's probably more of a lean here. Um, her to go over nine and a half rebounds. Um, mm-hmm. when, since Candace Parker has gone out, she's taken over more of the rebounding load. So she's averaging 10.2 per game, which again, not demonstrably higher than 9.5. So we're not going to hammer yeah. it, but she's yeah. cleared it in six of 10. Um, and I, I think this will be a game that, you know, this Mystics team without their bigs, they're playing a little quicker. I think it should have a decent pace to it. Um, the biggest worry again is, you know, a blowout potential and she doesn't have to play the last six minutes and you're sitting right at nine rebounds or something like that. So, yes. um, it's a lean, not a, not a hammer, but, um, yeah, I think, I think this, honestly, this game, I, I could, the Mystics have, have, of late, they're really looking like those injuries are wearing on them. You know, I think you see it both in the production of Sykes and Cloud and also some of the frustration boiling over in recent games. Um, you know, it's got to be frustrating to have three starters out for a big chunk of the season. I'm a little I'm a little bummed, too, because they were traveling on this this West Coast trip. I thought we might get some people back. Yeah. EDD was doubtful last game and now she's just fully out. So I don't know if there's maybe a setback there, but I'm, I'm with you and being bummed for the, the Mystics in general for their futures because this was a team I was on as well. Right. And, you know, I'm really bummed. You brought up Brittany Sykes and I think she has been playing great. And this is such a like she was definitely an underrated free agent signing. And, you know, before all these injuries hit, I mean, they were very solid. And, and I thought she was fitting in really nicely and you can just tell she's a very uh, passionate, you know, emotional player. She's extremely competitive. And this is just, it's just kind of like 
to your point, it's, it's demoralizing um, yeah. when you're going out there night in and night out and like laying it all on the line and you're, you're shorthanded, your team's shorthanded. Um, so that, that is a little bit of a, a bummer, but once again, I mean, ACEs first half, you're right. We've talked about it quite a bit on this pod and it's just, it just seems like the more comfortable play, especially when there's a really big spread and you know, in second halves of those types of games, so many variables can, can sort of take hold. So I like it. I'm going to have to do, I'm going to have to, you know, stew a little bit on what I might want to do for my little, <laughs> my little B day parlay. Um, but uh, this was a good, this is a good way to get the birthday started. So I thank you, Jim Turvey for joining us once again here on well, Buckets. I'm honored to be the birthday guest. I think this has to mean I'm probably the top buckets guest. I assume that this was all laid out years in advance that I would be. I said the, to myself, yeah, I said to myself, who is going to make sure I get the birthday started off right? <laughs> Let's let me call Jim. Um, yeah. So thanks for everyone out there uh, for listening to birthday buckets. We are presented <laughs> by FanDuel. Make sure you also, if you haven't already, download the award-winning action app. It's so helpful. Um, you can also rate and review this podcast to potentially win action swag or a free subscription action pro, or just like say happy birthday to me, whatever. Um, Jim, thanks again. And let's get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.